everything was good unless you care about one little thing Brad, I very much care about one little thing. I think it's the one little thing you're referring to. And what would that be? Surface hardware. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. I was, I, was, I was thinking more of the whole business. But yes, that part of the business. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, so Microsoft reported earnings yesterday. Top of the line numbers here. Revenue of $56.2 billion, up 8%. Net income, $20.1 billion, up uh, 20%. And that's uh, just for the quarter. For the full year, Microsoft had $211.9 billion of revenue, a net income of $72.4 billion, or one Activision, and uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, so a couple of obvious bits of feedback we're going to get about these numbers is, oh, all that money, and they had to lay off all those people. Yes. You know? I'm, here's what I'm going to say, to the, two things to that, is... Um, Microsoft, like most of big tech, uh, over-employed during the pandemic. So this correction was going to happen, um, like it or not, right? I mean, uh, does Microsoft have enough money to float all of those employees and just continue forward as a successful business of some kind? Yeah, it does, actually. Um, why doesn't it do that? Because Microsoft is owned by shareholders, and that is not value to shareholders. And it, it, if Microsoft came out and said... Um, you know, our profits were lower, uh, our operating costs were lower, and the reason is we value our employees so much, and blah, 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 uh, their stock price would have fallen like double digits uh, the next morning. Like, the, you can't, this is business, it's just whatever. So that's, there's that one part of it. But in a more negative sense, uh, for my, for my uh, attitude toward Microsoft, I will say the problem with the layoffs, from my perspective, because you and I both know people who work or had mm -hmm. worked for Microsoft, is the indiscriminate nature of them. Right. Um, I, I think you could look at any business and kind of figure out the fat and figure out the lean and uh, take away the people that are doing nothing and are adding no value to the company. It's not, it, it's a, it's an awful thing to say like that, but it's a, a very realistic business scenario. And I don't feel like they did that. I think they sorted spreadsheets by columns, by amounts of money or tenure or something. They were like, chop, chop, chop. Mm. And they just went without really thinking through what they just did. I experienced this at Penton when they, well, eventually they got rid of everybody. But in the beginning, they got, I always tell the story, I'm not going to go into detail, but they got rid of people that were very important to the business because of the relationship they might have had with Microsoft, in one example. And uh, that was important to our business in ways that don't come out on a spreadsheet mm -hmm. when you're just looking at people's salaries or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think there is criticism to be had there, but I, not the, not the, kind of dull-witted, you know, oh, they got rid of all these people. Like, yeah, they all did. Like, all these companies did. We're going to have this conversation every time. Amazon, Google, whichever company you choose to mention uh, announces their earnings. Uh, hopefully not. But anyway, Surface. Surface was... Um... Down 20%. And uh, I believe Amy Hood on the earnings call made okay. a mention that they're going to focus on higher margin product. Higher margin? Okay, um, so that's interesting. I'm, I, the, uh, the earnings call is the one thing I've not looked at yet, mm -hmm. um, and I'll probably write something up this morning based on that. But I will say this: I, I obviously I, I have my sort of pet peeves. I'm always looking at Windows, right? That's a big one. I'm always looking at Xbox gaming, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm always looking at Surface. And those three things, well, they're all in the same place. Yeah, they are. They're on the same business, right? So this is the one I care about. This is the Smallest part of the company, not that it's small, but, you know, of the three right. business units. Uh, that's starting to stretch right. right? There was a multi-quarter period 
where the three main business units at Microsoft were all making between we're all 11 billion, we're all 12 billion, we're all 13 mm -hmm. billion, and now the other two have gone past 13, right? And one of them was 20 point something this quarter, which I think is a first. I could be wrong. And uh, more personal computing still stuck at 13. You know, kind of interesting. Anyway, um, the Surface business, or as they call it, devices now, I think is I has it I, has it ever has it grown in the past two years? Yeah, I think it's had. This is like they don't really talk yeah, about I don't... it. I know you don't know. There's no way you'd know off the top of your head. But every quarter, I look at that number because it's just a negative whatever. It's single a double digit fall from the year before. And every once in a while, they'll try to explain it. They'll say, well, compared to a favorable year ago, comparable that kind mm -hmm. of language. This time in the reports. Now you mentioned they said something in the call. Nothing. Just there was one line. Devices, yep. revenues fell by what was the percentage? Twenty percent. Twenty percent. So, and I was like, you know what? That's that's sitting there like a wound, <laughs> like that. It, the lack of explanation calls attention to it. Yep. Uh, it does. And well, it, if you think about it, we've celebrated. Right. They've had billion-dollar quarters. We don't know. I didn't look at the numbers exactly. But if it was a billion-dollar quarter last year, that means it's $200 million in revenue less. That's a I lot. I just don't – yeah, I don't think that – I don't know. There's so many – I. it's hard to explain, like, what's going through my brain right now. But, like, Intel just announced they're getting rid of the NUC lineup. And then mm -hmm. Asus announced they're going to start selling it again. Okay. So it's moved to a third-party PC maker. That makes sense. Do, do, does Intel's NUC business in any way relate to Surface? So in other words, you have a platform maker, in this case a hardware maker, sort of competing with their part, you know, their yeah. biggest partners. You know, Microsoft side, kind of the same thing, software this time. But you, you, you have to kind of think about those businesses and what the point is and why are they doing it. And the original point of Surface was so wrongheaded. <laughs> like it just, it, it's always kind of bugged me. And it was born out of ego and this belief that we can do this job better than these companies that have been doing it for their entire existence and all the failures they had when they realized that wasn't the case. And then they kind of, well, we hope to inspire, blah, blah, blah. We do this. We we invent form factors, which they don't, that anyone cares about. And all these years later, it's like, what's the point of this thing? Like, I say that I like Surface. I, I know you do, too. Mm-hmm. And I, but I, I just don't get it. Like I don't. What, what are you trying to achieve here? I bet we see them consolidate you know? around just a couple core things. Like the Surface Pro would be the obvious one that would stay around. Mm -hmm. They probably, yeah. based on that comment from Amy, I bet the Surface Studio, like the high end, like their stays around. Just, maybe the Surface Laptop, and that's it. Yeah. And that's it. Like that's. Yeah. I mean, the Duo. I, yeah. I think it was Windows Central was trying to get out of Microsoft. Like, hey, are you guys ever shipping an update for the Duo Two? And Microsoft just wouldn't respond. So that thing's dead. Not that that's a big surprise, but no Duo Three, right? That's they're moving away from that. Surface Neo is not coming. The Surface Studio, which you can't see the original with the foldy screen to my right mm -hmm. here, that thing's done. I, I just don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't understand it. I. It's it's a weird feeling because, like I said, I like the thing. I like yeah, the product I like line. It too. I, I, I'm using a Surface I, Book Three right here, yeah, every day on this podcast, just for you, Paul Threat. <laughs> Thanks. Um, <laughs> Last part anyway, might be a lie, but it's 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 funny because when you look at the Microsoft Empire, Surface is the smallest, tiniest, stupidest part of it, and of course that's what we're like laser focusing on this morning. But I, I swear to God that I I went through each business and I was like. And it was like you could hear the brakes going. Well, yeah, it's because like, all the other ones 
yes, blew it out of the water. Some, I mean, office. Or there was some. There was some text. There was some context. I should say. I mean, office consumer, sixty-seven million subscribers now. Office commercial right. revenue is up fifteen percent. Uh, cloud has done very well. It's like you focus on the things, not that they're bad because that's what we do, but like to your point, we most care about more personal computing, which is Xbox, Windows, and Surface. And unfortunately, yeah. um, they're yeah. well, sure. having a little tough time. A lot, lot of negative numbers to attach to each one of those businesses. Yeah. I, I will say, I, 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 I sort of, I, I didn't mean to imply Surface was the only thing that kind of did that. Honestly, the Windows one did it a little bit too. Overall, I think it was negative. It was double digits, and I was. It might have been twenty actually over there too. But whatever the figure, I was thinking this was going to be the quarter where we almost break even, right? That we're we're out of that post-pandemic buying slump. We can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, we we have to start reaching the point where the year ago comparables, like I said, start to become favorable to this quarter mm-hmm. because last year was kind of a shit show. And they're still coming in double-digit negatives. And it's like, guys, like we used to used to be able to say something like, well, yeah, no, it's down. But it's still comparable to before the pandemic. I'm yeah. afraid to look. I, I'm actually not sure. Well, actually, there's no way to tell because we never get hard numbers. But I, I, I guess the only way we can look is look at PC makers overall and, and we can derive from that. But I, I don't think we can make that claim anymore i don't think we have because that was like the excuse it was like yeah it's bad but you know what pandemic blah 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 mm-hmm. whatever and now it's like yeah, i don't think so i think it's uh i think we're i think we're comparing to pre-pandemic it's not looking good you know one thing to keep in mind now this is like a really obvious but dumb statement but worth pointing out because you noted that hey more personal computing has been lagging behind in growth well microsoft's yep. about to make the biggest investments of its entire history into that division with Activision, so that number will jump at the cost of seventy billion dollars. However, that well, that will be the thing. It'll be interesting to watch. I was, I you know this better than I do, but I, and you can explain it in ways that I don't understand. But one of the interesting things about corporate accounting to me is um, the the weight of seventy billion dollars doesn't get applied to any business unit. It's something Microsoft pays for. Yep. Um, if there is, yeah, there's the possibility with that kind of investment that in the future you have a write-off or write-down, and that impacts the overall business for one quarter. But these things are one-time deals. Like if you or I spent seventy thousand dollars, right, mm-hmm. or seven hundred thousand dollars on a really expensive house or something like that, that's something that would weigh on us for the next twenty to thirty years, probably, right? Yep. With Microsoft, it just you know that's yeah, that like was one account. year, it's, like one it year, just goes away. No, it's gone. It's it's just, it happens and it's gone. Like it's it's it's. I'm not saying they have like petty cash of seventy billion dollars, <laughs> but it's sort of right. I mean, yeah. it's it's like you were buying we're buying an ice cream, and it might have wiped out all the cash we have on hand, but it doesn't impact our finances going forward. It's kind of an interesting thing. Here's so, the real cleverness of this. Yes, and I'm not going to give Microsoft as much credit, but we all love console sales. We all love. Um, mm-hmm. Game Pass subscriber numbers. By absorbing Activision, those yeah. numbers now become even less meaningful to the overall business and they are less likely to report them, I bet. Also, impossible to compare them. Like, uh, there's no way, because we don't have hard numbers, you know, we don't have a before after. So, this is, the, so this is, what, this is what I was sort of getting at. So, you just said the biggest or a big acquisition is going to impact that part of the business that we care about the most. I wrote an article, I think, over the weekend. Looking at if Microsoft had owned Activision Blizzard over the past year, what would that have meant to their finances? I think I 
discussed this, it doesn't impact the overall size of that part of the business at all. Honestly, as big as it is, mm-hmm. its revenues don't change anything. In all but one quarter, the holiday quarter, that's still the third biggest business, the smallest one still. So that, that's one way to look at it. But the other big investment Microsoft is making in, right, is AI. Mm-hmm. Didn't just, I mean, I'm, I'm, I have to know, I, they, I know someone asked about this. This is probably all they talked about. Amy mentioned so it got, on the call. Well, the thing is, if you look at their announcement, Satya Nadella used the term AI twice in one quote. It's nowhere in there. You don't see an impact of the cost of AI added to any business. Yeah, so, I don't know if they mentioned the cost. Well, they know they did. They say, I thought they said there was going to be CapEx increase in cost, but they also said the revenue from AI will be gradual. It's not going to be like next quarter there's a billion dollars in I, AI. Although exactly. they'll probably try to spin it that way, I'm sure. This, well, this is the thing. We've gotten to the point where Microsoft and other big companies can hide mm-hmm. the cost and uh, I guess also the profits of things. And we, we, it's going to be hard to understand. There'll be little things like the CapEx change, like you mentioned, which is not... It's not a top line financial number, you know. It's not profits operating, you know. Although it, I guess it is operating costs, but anyway, um, there are two big investments happening now: AI and Activision. Activision is kind of tiny compared to other than the upfront cost, which yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, upfront cost is kind of no. The upfront is incredible, <laughs> but like I said, because of the way accounting works, doesn't affect the quarter to quarter. AI has to affect the quarter to quarter. I'm fa- I'm I'm sort of fascinated to see. Yeah. where or if we will see that what parts of the business it will impact right they could spread it out oh i'm sure <laughs> they know? will i well that's the thing like they'll they probably sandbag it... windows with it just uh <laughs> exactly it's like take down this shit. it's already sinking anyway just drop a rock on it i don't know it's it's uh it's an open question that's all 